Welcome back to the Where the Map Turned Blue podcast. We have a special episode here for you today. It is our first rendition of the Sword Weekly Synopsis, where we go through and we look at all of the satellite shots on Hilton's real-time navigator, and we just dissect the maps specifically for the northern Gulf of Mexico, um, a.k.a. our home waters, kind of from Mexico Beach all the way down to uh, to Venice, Louisiana, and everything in between. But each week what we've been doing is we go through, we check out the sea surface temperature, the altimetry, we check out the chlorophyll content, and then we check out currents. And we will pinpoint you know areas of interest. We will show you where there's certain rips that have been forming, and uh, we wanted to bring this onto the podcast so that we could talk about it and have that as another way to consume this content rather than subscribing to our list on an email. But if this is something that is of interest to you, then you should go online, go look under experience in the, uh, on the S.W.O.R.D. website, swordfishingproducts.com, and click the Hilton's sword synopsis and then type in your name and your email there and that this whole synopsis that is typed out will then be sent to your email once a week and we do it by week so this week we're actually on week four and looking through all the different satellite shots this week in week four one thing that we've seen this January that has been so much different from the previous January's is that we had a really big push of warm water on our sea surface temperature chart that was pushed all the way into the fads that are out by the spur. So this time last year, the area near the fads was at a roughly 76 to 78 degrees, which is perfect prime time for catching basically any pelagic you want to which we were out there in February last year, and we hooked two blue marlin, and we caught one, and then we went back out the first week in March. We marked two blue marlin, and uh, but we did not end up getting bites from those two blue marlin, and we realized that like this year is looking a lot different because the warmest water is south of Lloyd's Ridge right now, and I have the sea surface temperature chart pulled up, and so if you go and look at our synopsis, you will see these different charts. And one of them, like really close to land, I remember being on the boat this past weekend and the water temperature right off the land is like 52 degrees. And that's pretty frigid. Um, we were out there, had some friends who went sheephead fishing and they stuck their feet in the water and or their hands in the water and immediately, you know, their hands were so cold that they just went home and called it a day because... It was just frigid out there. But going on to the next layer, we have a, a there's a layer of water that's 68 to 70 degrees, and that is covering all the way from Viochka Knoll, kind of the mouth of the Mississippi, straight all straight over to the east, all the way to the squiggles. And this is still a little too chilly uh, for especially for Wahoo in our area and for Marlin. And, and you know what? We'll still get blackfin, we'll still get bonita. And you'll still still get the giant tuna bites, but for the most part, if you're fishing open water, 
this time of the year isn't the best time of the year to be trolling along ledges or trolling at the fads. Um, but if you go a step further, let's say you have the ability to go out to the Mississippi Canyon, the water out there is still about 70 to 71 degrees, which is the lower end of what most pelagic fish are comfortable in, with the exception of tuna. So we are getting really excited about this, but uh, it's about to be jumbo season. And the only reason that we haven't seen many reports of the jumbo yellowfin being caught off Louisiana just yet is because we haven't been able to get out there. I mean, the seas have been just awful for the last at least four weeks, if not the last two months. So nobody's really been able to go fishing and even the saltiest of charter captains in Louisiana are not fishing right now just due to how rough it is offshore. But I'm sure once the first couple of them go out there, they will find that there's some jumbo tuna waiting for them. And that typically happens near and closer to Louisiana than it does off of like, you know, people going from Destin have to run over 150 miles to get to the area, which makes it pretty unlikely at this time of the year, unless you have a big boat or a really good weather window. Um, but moving on, I want to check out the altimetry. And the altimetry this time of the year is a little interesting because there's some very solid upwellings that are taking place probably 80 to 100 nautical miles straight south of the mouth of the Mississippi River, and this would be getting into the Green Canyon area. And if I were someone running from Louisiana and I had the ability to go wherever I wanted, I'd be running straight south, uh, if not straight south of Grand Isle, and fishing around and in on these rigs and drill ships near the uh, these upwellings. But then, if you think of uh, like over the Mississippi Canyon, if you're looking in that area. It looks like there's actually a small bit of downwelling starting to form. But like I said, this time of the year, if you can find bait, you're going to find some fish. So if you can find some bait somewhere, whether that's you know, mullet, whether that's uh, flying fish, whether that's little black fin, you're going to be able to find some fish. But it's still a little chilly for your typical, your blue marlins, your mahis your uh, your wahoos but you'll still find a good bit of tunas that want to eat even though there is a small down rolling happening in the mississippi canyon right now and something interesting we just started tracking all this so bear with me as i kind of understand the seasonality but really close to land i'm talking over like the yellow gravel area the oriskany the ozark it looks like an upwelling but once you check the currents out, which uh, upwelling, if you guys don't know, denotes that the water, the mean water level is a little lower than the um, than the average, which denotes an upwelling because it's more nutrient dense water that is rising to the surface, which then creates. Um, which when it's hotter water and when it's water going upwards, then that is like the, uh, there's less, it's less dense water, which then rises higher because, you know, the denser air or denser water will go lower. And then 
you know, lighter air and uh, like colder air will go higher. Um, or uh, sorry, hold on. Colder air goes low, hotter air goes high. So these downwellings are where the mean surface level is a little higher than the average, and then upwellings are when the mean surface level is a little lower than the average. And right here, we have an area of interest that is really close to land. And my personal take on it is that area of interest is showing because it's a very cold body of water right there, not necessarily that it is a down or an upwelling happening in that area. Like I said, when I first started this episode, the water off the beach is 53 degrees. Like that is frigid, especially for this area. So I can only imagine that that water is showing as cold and dense, mainly due to the fact that it is and has been extremely cold outside for the past two weeks. Moving on to the current chart, this helped me inform or confirm or deny or even find new spots from the altimetry chart. And when you're looking at the, the current charts right now, you're going to see where those downwellings are forming south of the Mississippi River. And you'll see a counterclockwise rotation, which usually denotes, uh, I'm sorry, it usually denotes an upwelling. And so you're going to see these counterclockwise rotations denoting the upwelling. And the clockwise rotations are denoting a downwelling. And then when you look at the currents right now, you're really not going to see much happening except for very, very far south of the Mississippi River. So like most of the current in the Gulf of Mexico right now, I would consider it to be stagnant. And you're, we're not really gaining much from this chart. But as the summer or the spring begins to move in, we're going to want to highlight areas of current because the fish that are, there's fish out there, the predators out there are going to be feeding in those areas of current. And it will be more likely to have predators in areas of current, or I would say moderate current, not heavy current. We don't really see heavy current in the Gulf of Mexico. So areas where there's a little bit more current than around the surrounding areas, especially if it, that current is pushing over a contour change, such as the elbow or the nipple, or maybe that current pushing through the fads, or maybe that current pushing through uh, some oil rigs, like we will be looking for those areas. But right now, there's not much to write home about. And moving on to the last chart that we like to talk about on the synopsis and the one that we write about every week, we are sharing the chlorophyll chart, which this is the first week in about eight to nine weeks that we have seen some kind of change in the Gulf of Mexico. And that main change being that there's a little more of a blended blue-green water that is forming towards the fads and even north of the fads, like towards the 131 hole, the Ozark, and almost as far north as the Oriskany. But the rest of the water north of that, like, you know, you can draw a line, and that line goes from the nipple to the steps and a little past the Patronus to the Rampal, but it's a little more blended blue-green than pure blue. But this time of the year, we're not too worried about watercolor. Just, like, go and find the bait. Like, if you can find the bait, you'll find the tuna. 
And this time last year, people were smashing some tuners on popper. So if you're leaving from Louisiana or Dolphin Island or um, or Grand Isle, then you know always keep your eyes peeled for birds and see if you can see tuners busting. But uh, for the most part, the color of the water doesn't matter all that much at this time of the year. As we move more into the summer, we'll be tracking the watercolor matching up with the current as well as matching up with the altimetry and matching up with the sea surface temperature. So eventually sometime in the spring, you get these, uh, I guess, hot zones where we will say like, hey, this area is probably going to be a little more hot because you've got altimetry and your, your currents and your chlorophyll all matching up at the same time, which should put you in a position to catch more fish. But Thank you for tuning in to our first rendition of the short synopsis on the Where the Map Turns Blue podcast. We are stoked to do this. And like I said, if you would love to uh, get this to your email, please go to swordfishingproducts.com and go to the experience drop down and click the Hilton synopsis and type in your email and your port that you're leaving from. And that way we can give you uh, the best information to help you be more successful and catch more fish in the Gulf of Mexico. Thanks, guys.